0: This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca. And welcome to the Friday edition of Game Misconduct. I am Don LaGreca. Well, the regular season is going to wrap up tonight, and there's really not much in the way of drama because all 16 teams are in. The only question now is seating purposes. You look at the East right now, what's going to happen with the New York Rangers? They are the home seed number two whether they play pittsburgh or washington the feeling right now has to be that it's going to be pittsburgh washington lost last night and they are going to be at the garden tonight no ovechkin he's going to be a game time decision but i'll probably lean on him not being able to go backstrom is going to be a healthy scratch so washington's obviously treating this as you know no big deal however the rangers are putting some players back in the lineup kriter's back sabanajad's back truba is back so really the only players of significance that will not play tonight for the Rangers Cop and Panarin because they're nursing the injuries they suffered earlier in the week. So, we'll have to wait and see what their status is going to be. I'm sure it's going to be fine for either Monday or Tuesday when the playoffs begin. So, Pittsburgh is going to be taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets at home. So, pick your poison, right? Do the Penguins want to play the Rangers? Do the Penguins want to drop and have to take on, you know, possibly take on the Florida Panthers? It really it's all in the eye of the beholder at this point. The most thing uh, most important thing is to make sure that you're healthy because I went to the game on Wednesday against the Canadians, and I brought the family. My wife's a Canadians fan, and, you know, the kids aren't even four and a half yet, so they don't know really what they're watching. But, you know, you're disappointed not seeing Kreider and Zavanna Jad in the lineup. No Truba, So the only player that can finish playing all 82 games for the Rangers this year will be Condre Miller. Again, not a big deal. But you kind of want to see Kreider have an extra game to possibly break the record. So you're disappointed, but if Kreider went out there and God forbid broke his leg against Montreal, what would the fans say? Well, why is Kreider playing a meaningless game now we lost him for the playoffs? So, But you also don't want these guys sitting for more than a week because they played Tuesday against Carolina, officially eliminated from winning the division, and then if you rested them on, uh, on Wednesday, rested them tonight, and let's say you don't play until Tuesday, which is a possibility... You also don't want the rust factor either, where you had significant players sit there for a week and not play. So the Montreal game, because it was the second of back-to-backs, a lot of guys didn't play. Now it's Washington, and it looks like most of the guys are going to be back in the lineup tonight with Georgiev making his second straight start. So Shostakovich will have at least um, six days, if not a full week, uh, and I don't think that's that big of a deal because he did get a long stretch during the course of this season. So, is it Pittsburgh? Is it Washington? The way it stocks out is that if Pittsburgh wins the game, they win the the three seed and they will take on the New York Rangers. If they happen to lose the game in regulation, and Washington wins the game tonight at the Garden in any way, shape, or form, Washington would then move up. So, pick your poison. Don't know if it matters all that much to these players. Just try to be healthy. But that's kind of what you have there here's what we're locked into uh carolina is the uh, is the uh division winner in the metropolitan division florida for the first time in franchise history has clinched the president's trophy that is the sixth consecutive year there has been a different president's trophy winner it's the first time that's happened since the award came in i think it was the 85 86 season they never had more than five straight six different teams have won the president's trophy florida wins it for the first time so florida will take on the last wild card team either pittsburgh or washington The Boston Bruins can still move up to third. The Boston Bruins are at Toronto tonight, and Toronto's going to really want to beat Boston because the last team they want to have to face in the first round is Boston because it's been almost a ticket to elimination every single time they've played in recent history, guaranteed. So I'm sure just for their own sanity, even though I think they're a better team than Boston and I think it's a good matchup for them, they don't want to have to see Boston. Now, Tampa's no picnic either. They've won back-to-back Stanley Cups but Boston can still move up to three. Tampa is at the Islanders tonight, so we'll see. So that's still up for grabs. So we don't really know any other matchup. Uh, Florida could still take on Pittsburgh or Washington. Toronto can still play Tampa or Boston. The Rangers could still play Pittsburgh or Washington. Now out west, the Colorado Avalanche had long clinched the Central Division. They would then take on because they would be the one seed in the west will take on the last wild card team. Well, that's either going to be Dallas or Nashville. Only 1 point separate the two. Dallas is home against Anaheim while Nashville is at Arizona. So, if you just look at the 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 quality of opponent looks like Dallas has a tougher matchup. I think both could win. As far as the tiebreaker is concerned, it leans towards Nashville, so Dallas has to pass Nashville. So right at this moment, it would be Dallas and Colorado, and then Calgary would play Nashville. They've seen a lot of each other here down the stretch. Really good games, overtime games, shootout games, so that would be a tremendous matchup. We are locked in to Vegas, to um, edmonton and the la kings that matchup we are locked into we're also locked into minnesota and st louis we just have to um the only thing right now is to see whether there'll be home ice advantage right now minnesota's got the two-point lead on st louis but st louis does have the tiebreaker st louis is going to be home for vegas minnesota is home for colorado so If uh, it turns out they end up tied so any point for Minnesota they would lock up the two seed if St. Louis could win Minnesota loses in regulation St. Louis would then get the nod be the two seed and get home ice advantage not sure it much matters Uh, Both teams have been red hot down the stretch, 8-1-1. That'll be a terrific series. So we're locked into Minnesota-St. Louis, terrific. Edmonton-Los Angeles, I think, would be a terrific series. So all that will be determined at the end of tonight's play. And we'll also have to wait and see when the schedule, maybe it'll leak out later on tonight. Maybe it'll come out sometime uh, Tuesday morning. Maybe you'll hear some leaks during the course of play tonight. But when you take a look at the late games because Arizona-Nashville still means something as far as seeding, that's going to be the last face-off at 10.30. So if the league doesn't want to announce anything until everything is final, you might have to wait until sometime really, really early in the morning or sometime Saturday afternoon. Could start either Monday, could start either t- Tuesday. I swear, even though I work for the Rangers in Madison Square Garden, I have not gotten any information. Nothing's been leaked, so we'll just have to wait. As of this recording, which right now is one forty-two in the afternoon, I have not heard Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don is Friday Top 5. There it is. We usually do the whole top five for the week, but with everything being all convoluted, I think it's the best thing to do is to give you the top five for the year. And it's really a tough thing to do. You can just go down the standings and say, here are the way they are for the league. But I just want to kind of go with feel about who I think the best teams are in the National Hockey League going into the playoffs, even though a lot of these teams still have one game left. But that's not going to make much of a difference. Let's start from the bottom. Number five. Number 5, I've got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Will this finally be the year they get out of the first round? But certainly they have been a more complete team. They're always great offensively, but they never seem to be able to keep the puck out of that. net, whether it's the goaltending or just porous defense. They've really come together as a team, and they're an all-around team. And they're great at home, 38-2 and at home. They have had a tremendous season from Austin Matthews. First Toronto Maple Leaf ever to score 60 points in a season. 113 points so far this season. Could be more depending on what they do against the Boston Bruins tonight. But Toronto has been as complete as I think I've ever seen this team. And they've got the goaltending this year. They finally discovered a way to be able to keep the puck out of the net. And if it's not. Matthews scoring goals, you know Tavares has got a ton of experience in the postseason. Marner has been terrific for them. Nylander has come up big as well. I've got the Toronto Maple Leafs at number five. Number four, another team that I think could very easily come out of the West, and I've got the Calgary Flames at number. Four, plus eighty-seven goal differential is second best in the National Hockey League. Two one hundred-point scores in Kachuk and and um, Johnny Goudreau. Markstrom has been terrific, and he's really brought everything together for them. They are a terrific hockey team that knows how to win. They're big. They've got speed. They're as complete a team as there is in the National Hockey League. Maybe not as flamboyant with, uh, with some of the play that we've seen from Florida and Colorado this year, but I think Calgary is firmly in the top five. I've got them at four. Number three. A team I've seen a lot of down the stretch, and they deserve to be in this conversation, and that is the Carolina Hurricanes. I think they're the best coach team in the National Hockey League with Rod Brindamore, who's been there and he's done that. Uh, Ajo has had a special season for them. They're laden with veterans that really can help down the stretch, and they've been really banging on the door for a while a consistent playoff team that I think is about ready to pop. Would not be shocked if they come out of the East. Plus 76 goal differential is um, fourth best in the National Hockey League. They've been great at home but also stellar on the road with 25 wins. They closed out the regular season on a six game winning streak and as EJ said back on Wednesday if they can get Nate just to score and you put him with what Tara has been able to do this year Trocek's been able to do this year that could be as complete an offensive team outside of maybe Toronto. I've got Calgary at num- I've got Caroline, excuse me, at number three. Number two. They've kind of quieted down just a bit because I think they're kind of just playing out the string. They won the division a million years ago, and that's the Avalanche. Now, the question about the Avalanche will be what they can do in the postseason. Jared Bednar has had a team before in this situation, and they haven't been able to click. They're getting Landis back. You know what McKinnon can do. You know what Rantanen can do. Maybe their goaltending is in championship caliber with Kemper, but still, they're going to score a ton of goals, plus 81 goal differential. Terrific at home, 32-5-4, and only five regulation losses at at home at the Pepsi Center all year long. I've got Colorado at number two. Number one. Yeah! I don't know if this is going to translate to the postseason because they do give up a lot of goals, but they score a ton. But you got to give credit to the Florida Panthers. They win the Presidents' Trophy. A plus one oh two goal differential by far the best in the National Hockey League. Uh, only in second was Calgary, way behind a plus eighty seven. You talk about great at home. How about thirty-four, seven, and zero? Not too shabby on the road either, with twenty-four wins, eight and two to close out the season. Now, again, I'm not sure it translates to the postseason with as many goals as they give up. And you know, how much faith can you really have in the goaltending night? Not a lot of experience. Bobrovsky never that great in the postseason outside of a couple of isolated incidents. So that's something that they're going to have to try to overcome. But Florida, during the regular season, and it really started from the beginning and never changed, the Florida Panthers are clearly number one. All right, let's close it out with your tweets. At Don McGregor, hashtag game misconduct, the final podcast of the regular season. Of course, we'll be back on Monday with EJ to give you a playoff preview. So let's dive right into these tweets, and let's get it started right from the top. And let's go to Courtney who has been, she was a little aggravated lately because it seems like she always gets her tweets in after I record, but not today. She said, Hey, Don, so glad Game is Conduct is back just in time for the playoffs. Glad you're feeling better. Which of these three teams has the best chance to make the playoffs next year? Islanders, Canucks, Golden Knights. Well, we talked about with ZJ on Friday, and that is that the Golden Knights aren't going to make a lot of changes, okay? They've got Eichel full time next year. They're still a very, very good team. That almost made the playoffs this year, so I could see them making the playoffs islanders the same thing they didn't panic at the deadline and dump a lot of salary they're bringing back a lot of players i I remember we talked about it at nauseam during this podcast thirteen game roads to start the season the covid the the injuries really derailed their season, but they were a very difficult team to play down the stretch, still are, just asked the Washington Capitals the last couple of games, but uh, I think the Islanders can. Canucks are definitely on the uptick, and the thing I love about them more than anything is Bruce Boudreaux. I mean, if he had the full season with them, I don't think there's any question that they would have been a playoff team. I got to tell you, I don't know if I can pick one ahead of the other. I think all three can be playoff teams next year for sure. It's going to be tough because there's a lot of competition out there, but I can see all three of these teams making the playoffs next year. David Hines says, Got to put you on the spot with this question. Which teams would you put as your top three biggest surprises this season and your top three? biggest disappointments well the top three with no necessary order again the Rangers we all thought they were a playoff team but to have over 100 points in the regular season they had plus 46 goal differential I think the Rangers have to be looked upon as a big surprise I didn't think it was going to come together as quickly as it did for the Calgary Flames kind of similar to the Rangers and you thought they were a playoff team but not a team that can win the Pacific Division I mean I had Vegas winning that division they didn't have Calgary and Calgary has to be Right there, among the surprises as well, in a positive sense, and and also how it's kind of come together for Minnesota as well. I mean, they're gonna it looks like they're gonna finish in second place in the division, and they've been kind of banging on the door, looking like they were heading in the wrong direction. Now they've kind of lit things up. They're a much better offensive team. Kaprizov is certainly a major reason for that. So. Um, you're putting me on the spot, but those are the three that I have to say. You know, biggest disappointments. Clearly, I had Vegas winning the division, so them not making the playoffs, I would say, is a is a major a major disappointment. I mean, I'll throw Montreal in there. Not that I thought they were even going to make the playoffs, but that I think they'd be the worst team in the National Hockey League. And listen, Carey Price was the main reason why they completely fell off the reservation for sure. Uh, but I didn't think they'd be the worst team in the league going from a team that almost won the Stanley Cup to being the worst team in the league. We hadn't seen that since Carolina won the Cup in 06 and was the worst team in the league uh, the following year. So that's really a major disappointment. And i got to say, clearly, um, just from there's so many different teams, Winnipeg has been a disappointment this year. I thought they'd definitely be a playoff team. Um, but And Philadelphia wasn't a playoff team last year, but I didn't think they'd crash and burn to the extent that Philly did. The injuries certainly were crippling for them this season, having to let go of Elaine Vigneault and eat that much of the contract. The goaltending never really seemed to get, come together for them with Hart or Elliott. And again, injury is a major reason why, but also you know the disappointment of them just crashing and burning. Right now they're 29th in the National Hockey League with just 61 points, a minus 85 goal differential, third worst in the NHL. So uh, listen, Philly was not a playoff team, but to this level of disappointment, I think... Uh, was just kind of surprising uh, to me. Uh, Let's see. Sam Diaz says, Hey, Don, glad to see Game Miss Conduct is back. Um, Who are your top three Hart Trophy candidates, and do you think the NHL will ever consider issuing awards by conference? No, I would never do that. I would just keep it as a league thing. Um, It's not like the American League and the National League, which also I think they need to go to conferences too, but that's another that's another whole podcast, but the the, the top three Hart Trophy candidates uh, certainly, Math Austin Matthews with the sixty goal season has to be considered. Um, Huberto in Florida, I think, is probably going to be a candidate as well. And I want to throw in Johnny Gaudreau; he's had a terrific season. What is it, like a hundred and fourteen points, forty goals on a team that won their division. Those are the three guys to pop into my head as the top three candidates there. I know I don't think they will go. Uh, to a conference. This is a very interesting tweet. I know Greg Wyszynski has been talking about this from ESPN as well. Jim White says, I hate to say this, but is it time for the NHL to consider an NBA style play in tournament? Not long ago, 16 of 21 teams, a ridiculous 76.2% qualified. It might be time now that the league has 32 teams. I see both sides of it. I like where we are now. I like the regular season being meaningful. Having games down the stretch matter. Uh, I thought the race between Vegas and Dallas was great. Um, it was just a lot of fun to see that, and you look at the West. You could say, "Boy, you need a play-in tournament, right?" Because look at the, look how close Vegas is. Look how close Vancouver is. You know they deserve a shot. But then you look over at the East, and you say, "You know, listen. D- 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 all right, so let's let, let's just say, for the sake of argument, you did that, and you took you you played that game that the NBA plays with the play-in. Okay, so let's take a look. I'd have to you know break it down by conference here, but you, you take a look at the teams." that are out all right so yeah in the west you've got vegas 92 points vancouver with 91 points so you would obviously take nashville dallas then vegas and and vancouver would be in right but then you go east so that would be the islanders and the columbus blue jackets the islanders are 16 points out of a playoff spot columbus 19 points so uh, is Columbus, and even with all the injuries and everything, where they finish with 84 points, is there really a world in which the Islanders and the Columbus Blue Jackets deserve a shot to get in? Like, so, yeah, in the West it makes sense, but in the East it doesn't. But on the other hand, it does make for intriguing stuff, right, where you have these elimination games and the NHL is looking for that kind of exposure, and now with the platforms of ESPN, ABC, and TNT, stick those games on there, get a rating. I, I think I'd be open to it. I. As a Puritan, <laughs> uh, a purist of the sport, I am not. I don't have a huge appetite for it. And certainly when you look at the Eastern Conference, that would be a, uh, certainly uh, an example of why I'm not in love with it. But what it could do for the sport, how it can grow the sport, uh, I, I, I can't really argue with that either. But it would definitely be an interesting debate. Maybe we can throw it to EJ on Monday. Chris says, What division winner do you think is the most possibility of being eliminated in the first round upset? Division winner. Like I told you, I think Carolina and Calgary can make runs. And now that leaves you Florida and Colorado, who both have histories of early exits. President trophy winners don't do well in the postseason. Florida has not been out of the first round since 1996. I'll be honest with you. I don't think any of the four are going, but if I had to pick one, just one, I might go with the Florida Panthers. Let's close it out with Adrian, who says, Hey, Don, do you see the Devils going after another veteran goaltender to help or even replace Mackenzie Blackwood? Jonathan Bernier was effective before injury, and Nico Dawes, while younger, was also decent when not hung out to dry. I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate that. Dawes, I think, is is a great backup uh, goaltender. I'm not in love with Blackwood, but you're obviously not going to get rid of him, but you want him to compete. I know Alexander Georgiev is a free agent. That could be somebody they can go after. They desperately need goaltending, desperately need goaltending. They've had seven different starters in goal, seven so and and none of them were really anything to hang your hat on. Nobody had a great season. Dawes was probably the most impressive of them all, but I think he's more of a backup at this point to answer your question without a doubt. That team desperately needs a goaltender All right. Here's the big news as far as e s p n ninety eight point seven is concerned. We've got a brand new app, and the app is awesome. And I'm telling this for people that maybe don't even listen to ESPN 98.7. They just love hockey and they listen to the podcast. Although I think a lot of you do come from listening to me on the Michael K show. We've got a brand new app. You can download it for free. Just go to your app store or whatever and just check out ESPN New York. And it's going to pop up. It's free to download. And there's a bunch of tiles. First of all, you start hearing the radio station the second you go on. And it's got a bunch of tiles there of things you can listen to, programs and podcasts from the station. Game Misconduct is right there. So as soon as you look at it, there it is. And not only the most recent podcast, but all of the podcasts are there for you to be able to listen to. It's the easiest way to get Game Misconduct. So however you're getting Game Misconduct, forget about it. Get it this way. Go to ESPN New York, download the app right there on your phone, one button. You push two buttons. You push ESPN New York, and then you push Game Misconduct, bang, then you're in to the archives for all of them. The most recent, if you want to fit some stupid stuff I said earlier in the season, you can go back to those as well. They're all listed. The menu's right there. It's easy as pie and free. So that should be your way of getting Game Misconduct for now and forever Download the ESPN New York podcast, and uh, the app, and you'll be able to get the podcast every single day. So we'll have EJ on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. This was the Friday edition of Game Misconduct. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don McGregor.